Hi everyone, it's Sherry here from Battlebox. You are tuning into another episode and we're taking on a different approach. We are gonna be talking with three moms who aren't just any moms, they all just had babies and we know that there's work-life balance, but also a whole lot of other issues that you're dealing with as an influencer. Um, when you have a new baby. Today's guests are Haley, Tilted, and Claudia. Whether you're a brand or an influencer or a mom or not a mom, you don't want to miss this episode. Welcome to the show, ladies. Hi. Hi. <laughs> nice to have you. Thanks for joining. So today's episode, we're really talking about moms who just had a baby that kind of fogged brain, not remembering things, work-life balance, how do you do it all, missing being in a big city when you now move to the burbs. So we are going to cover it all. And I have Claudia here, Haley, and Tilden. So we're going to jump right in. And Claudia, I want to start with you. And I want to ask, ask you, how did you get into the influencer marketing space? How long have you been doing it? Tell us a little bit more. Oh, hi, everyone. I'm Claudia, and you can find me on social. My handle is up to Claudia. And I started back in 2016, late 2016. And I started about my weight loss journey <laughs> with like a Spanish community on Facebook. Quite while the changes from now. <laughs> Wait, you started with a weight loss? I used to work at Weight Watchers. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yes. Maybe you were in there with you and Shoulder. That's so funny. That's the band. Um, so I started with the weight loss journey and I was just, I built a community with the Spanish people. And then this lady, she owned a huge group with like 2 million sub um, subscribers on Facebook and she made me an admin. So I had a lot of people just, you know, join my other channels through that. But then as time changed, I became more like a travel blogger because my husband is a composer. So we were traveling a lot and the weight loss kind of faded away because you're eating out a lot. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you great. Oh, thank you. So then by the end, I just became like a lifestyle blogger, just sharing the things I like and trying to help people, like sharing my experiences through things. And then I became a mom and now I'm trying to shift it again. <laughs> well, we'll talk about the mom stuff. It's very exciting. It's like a window of opportunity with brands. That's like a whirlwind, yeah. I'm sure. Right. Big time. Big time. <laughs> yeah. Until then, I know that you are in New Jersey. Um, but tell us a little bit more about what your life looks like now. You have twin girls. I do. I have two twin girls or fraternal twin girls. Um, complete surprise. Uh, <laughs> we thought we were pregnant with one. And then at the eight-week ultrasound, we found out there were two. <laughs> Which was such a blessing. Because um, I have oh endometriosis. And I really didn't think the pregnancy, getting pregnant was going to be anything that was gonna be easy so we are unbelievably blessed um it was definitely a shock though because we were not anticipating That's uh, two at once especially the first time around but yeah i mean i was in the city for our i guess i should ex um i'm tilden uh my social is to be bright and i started my blog in college and it was mostly a fashion blog now it's a lifestyle blog but when i was in the city for the last uh five years or six years before covid hit it was a lot of, you know, lifestyle, beauty, mostly fashion. And now that I'm in New Jersey, mother of two, um, definitely also transitioning into more of lifestyle, a little bit of motherhood and parenting and a lot of home and garden now um, because I'm a suburban mother. <laughs> right. There, there's a, you should join the Maplewood Gardening Club. There's a Facebook group for that. I, I'm actually part of my hometown's garden club too. And I think yeah. 
I'm I think one of the younger members, but I I love it. It's really <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so Haley, you don't know this. Thank you, Tilden. But you and I have something in common. When I started in this business, I started with a website for singles. Cooking for one, travel for one, health for one. Um, and then I realized I didn't want to be for like my me being out there. So I kind of went behind the scenes and started doing more of this kind of stuff, like the managing of campaigns for brands with influencers. Um, but I love that you got started in the space and I know that your journey has changed. So would love to hear a little bit more about that. Um, okay. So I'm Haley Bordas. My handle is little me and free. And, uh, I live in Friendswood, Texas, a suburb of Houston. Um, so I originally started blogging as a single mother. I lived in Dallas at the time and I was just doing that as like a little like project. It was something that's like an outlet for me to just kind of share my life with my daughter. And I started blogging when she had just turned a year old. And so anytime we took a trip, we did some type of activity in Dallas, I would just write about it. And I did actual write a lot of blog posts back then um, and share all of that um, with just my friends and family and stuff. And eventually we're like, oh, this is like really something you can like make your full time gig. And the mommy space was just kind of taking off back then because I think I started in 2016. And so there was not that many bloggers out there doing just like the mommy and me thing. And then as I grew with the blog, I ended up transitioning and moving to Houston, where I ended up getting engaged and married to my husband now. Um, and I have three more kids now. And uh, it turned into more of a lifestyle, family-oriented blog. And I do a little bit of fashion, a little bit of travel, but it's all still focused around me and my family. And so, yeah, that's me now. <laughs> Thank you. So I think I saw this. I'm not sure, but a very funny video of your daughter's reaction, Haley, when you told them the gender reveal. Yes. So that video went viral. It has millions and millions of views. Oh, my um, God. The gender reveal, very impromptu. My mom, so us having three girls, we really were like, just let's just see if we have one more. If it's a boy, let's just, let's just see. So my doctor calls me on like a Sunday morning. She's like, you need to sit down. I'm like, oh gosh, what's wrong? She's like, is your husband with you? I'm like, yes, he is. Just, I got the results back. And we're like, okay. And so we get it back and we're like, oh, maybe there's something wrong. Open it up and it's a boy. And mom oh had bought us one of those little like poppers that has like the, you know, the, the smoke that was blue. And she's like, if you ever have a boy, you know, you can use this. And said, okay. Well, it's been in the garage for a very, very long time because the boy never came. <laughs> Found out. And so, you know what? We're like, we're just going to do a gender reveal, just us with the kids, not like a big thing. And that's kind of how we've always done it. It's just us and the kids for the gender reveal. And then we just send videos to our family because they all live in Louisiana. So sure enough, my husband had to go help him pop it. It pops open blue. One, my oldest knew what it was. And the other two didn't understand what was going on. And then they're like, it's blue. And they all started screaming, crying, like it was the end of the world. They were team girl all the way. The, the idea of bringing Blue into the house was like not even on their radar. So but that happened. And then we finally came, you know, it, it took a while. Once the baby was here, I want to say they'd be like two or three weeks in, they all kind of came to terms with it and said, okay, we're happy now. And then the one who cried the most loves him the most, like is the most like motherly one out of all of them. She is in the room right now sitting next to him, rubbing him, feeding him a bottle, like does everything for him. But yes, it was a disaster that turned into, you know, a huge blessing. <laughs> it's, it was, it's a hilarious video if you haven't seen it. So I guess, so I am the fourth and I'm the only girl after three boys, which I don't wish upon anyone. 
because you get, you know, kind of like it's, you have to be really strong to deal with that. But I want to understand from your perspective, how it was, how, how you're finding the transition, because it is different. It, it is different. The, I would say diaper changes are a lot different for me now, but I'm not used to that. Um, I mean, my husband got peed on the first day we brought him home. He's like, he's too like, just go. Yeah. But yes, this is what you have to expect. So that the diaper changes have changed completely. I didn't have any boy stuff. So of course, like friends and family are like, oh, here, all this, you know, um, he still gets wrapped up in swaddles that are pink, though, because that's what I had from before. And I was like, well, there's no point in buying ones. You can just use what we have. So sometimes he might wear pink. It is what it is. <laughs> right. um, other than that, though, like he's I don't think he's as fussy as the girls were. Like, I think he and he doesn't mm-hmm. pacifier. And all three of my girls did. So that's been a really weird thing. Like, not just me. I'll just give him that and let him soothe himself. But he doesn't cry a lot. So. Maybe it's a boy thing. Maybe it's just him. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, my, my son was super chill. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, the boy thing I think is super easy. Like, he's way more relaxed than the other ones were. <laughs> he, he doesn't need to be held all the time. He doesn't need as much attention, I feel like. So, but diaper changes and just, like, less needy. Yeah, it's, interesting. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a different... Um, well, thank you. Claudia, you tell me, I know we, we were chatting a little bit before. Tell me how your social content has changed now that you have, that you're. Oh, it has changed big time because at first I was like, oh, good. It's going to be easy. Just taking a picture of the baby, recording the baby and posting. But it's not that easy because you have to be in the mood to want to be recorded. <laughs> right. And so even in general, like I used to do fashion and travel. So now I don't travel as much as. You know, I don't want to take the baby. And plus, I'm in Florida, so it's very hot. And it's like, it's, it's a hassle. And then my husband doesn't like the heat. So we take that big fan. We take two fans. One big, one small. We put it on a spot. Then my husband's with the camera, with his hat. So there's an umbrella in the shade trying to take me a picture. And I feel so bad. I'm like, oh, uh, I'll just use my tripod, you know. But it's, it's, it's <laughs> So now I'm trying to figure out. Maybe I'm just going to do, like, fashion at home and do my, like, Better living, which I've always done with like King Beauty. So probably I just go back to that and less of the outside world. It's uh it's a whole because it, again, it's the mood and it's like you everyone has to be involved and it's like what do you even video or what do you even take with a child versus under a year old? It's hard. Exactly. It's like you're trying to smile, but you're like, Oh no, he's about to cry. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god, hilarious. Yeah, we have pictures of my son like that where we're like trying to figure out what to do with him. And you can see he's like going to fall over or like, I don't even know what. Yeah. So I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. So I am curious with everyone because you all just had babies. Did anyone take maternity leave? Is that a thing for influencers? Uh, I mean, I think I took like six weeks before I was like really ready to do something. I just. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just because when I when I this is my full time job on in addition to like freelance work. So if I'm not working, money's not coming in kind of thing. And my husband works, too. And we're like a dual income household, especially with twins. And we went right to formula express feeding just didn't work for me. And with two mouths to feed it, you know, the bills were ranking up really quick and we had to kind of adjust to that. So I tried I started going back like six weeks. Also, I feel like gave me a little bit of like an escape from it. Like we're very fortunate that our parents, like both our parents live nearby. 
So the few times I needed like an hour or two break, I was able to do that. And it was, it's just been so great for, I think, yeah. my mental health and just having some identity um, outside of just being mom full time. You know, it was like, it was good for me in that regard. But I mean, it's still hard. I feel like we get like into a routine and things are somewhat predictable. And my girls are six months old now. So things are a little more like predictable than they were. But then all of a sudden everything changes again. And it's like, oh, yeah. now we don't want to nap at this time. Oh, now we're eating more, but less frequently. And it's like, at the minute you got it, it changes. And it's like, okay, I guess we're Yeah, I think it's going to be like that till like forever. Yeah, yeah. So it's like adjusting that. And then luckily they're both pretty similar in terms of schedule right now, um, or they're at least doing well with that. But yeah, sometimes one doesn't want to take a nap and the other one does. And I'm like, okay, well... I guess I'm going to focus on you and you're going to sit on my lap while I'm answering emails. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, like when I had my son, like I built this contract. I'm the worst mother. Like I had a contraption that would give him the bottle so that I could be working because I had to work. Yeah. And like this contraption and I, I didn't breastfeed either. So it was like a balancing act of crazy things going on in my apartment. And we still lived in New York City, too, at the time. Yeah. So it's um yeah I, I'm curious to know from you Haley and you Claudia Haley if you want to go first did, did you take maternity leave what was that like for you because I think it is a question like what do you do when you're running your own show how much time are you able to take off so because I've done this four times and kind of knew like you never know when you're really going to have that baby right I've had a couple of them that are a couple weeks early and I've had some that were late so I was like you know I, this is kind of my window this month and I only took a couple of things that I really, you know, brands I really wanted to work with. And so I kept those and just told them, like, this is kind of expectations. I'm, there's a chance my, on my, yeah. but, you know, so, and they're like, that's fine. You know, we're, we're willing to work with you. And so that's what I ended up doing. And then after I had the baby, um, there was like events and stuff going on that I'd already committed to. And I was like, you know what? I want to go to these events. Um, so I went, my mom, my parents were in town. Um, I'm lucky that. I've had like the same sitter for several years that have helped, has helped me. So she was here to kind of like be my backup. And um, I made myself go out and do stuff. Like That's maybe awesome. later I was out and about going to events and everything. And it's just like for my mental health, like to get out the house and not be stuck with, you know, just in my pajamas all day dealing with that. So, but as far as like taking a break, I did kind of just pull back on what I worked on for a little while. And then I want to say maybe like after four weeks, I kind of started to like ramp back up. And then at eight weeks, I was like back in the full swing of things. Um, Amazing. So that, you know, I, like I said, I talked to brands ahead of time and kind of knew like that this is what the expectations were. And they've all been very like willing to work with me. And if it was something that I couldn't deliver on, I was like, there's just no way I, you know, I'd pass on it. But like, like Tilda had mentioned, you know, it's, it's my full-time job, right? It's a source of income. So if you're not working, you're not making money. Um, so that's another thing to consider, you know, for anyone that's a blogger and considering having children, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And and as a small business owner, like I get it, like if you're not there, the you know, things just don't come in. So it's uh, kudos to all of you. Claudia, how about you? How did you handle the whole, did you take maternity leave? <laughs> don't feel guilty. Wrong, like, yeah, wrong thing. No, because I, you know, I was pregnant, right? I was doing full-time blogging. I was doing my campaigns and stuff. And then my husband was like, okay, you got to slow down. I'm like, okay. So basically like six months into the pregnancy, then I stopped doing almost posting much or like, I was just, you know, enjoying my pregnancy and stuff. 
But then you realize that, you know, the money's not coming in. And I did like, I gave birth and I didn't build a pedoral or anything, which is all natural. So I felt fine. Like I didn't have any issues after. And I felt like, okay, getting back to work. So like, I'm like, you know, back home and I'm like, okay, 3 a.m. Let me answer this email. And biggest mistake, because I even got a campaign, which I'm very excited about it. I did at the time because it was a uh, big brand. And I'm like, oh, yes, I can do it. And I was like already only two months, I mean, two weeks in. So I went into that and I'm like, oh, I wish I was home with my baby. But oh. <laughs> and, then like, and then it's just one of those things that, you know, you should have put it on the side. But I just felt like I already took so much time off that I need to start posting. I need to start answering email. I need to start reaching out. And I did, I put so much on myself. And I was like, no, no, rest. I'm like, no, I have to do my work. I have to do everything. I can do everything. And I was like breastfeeding. And that was a mess because I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, I mean, sorry. complete mess. But definitely, I agree with you girls. Like, you got to take your time. Good that you guys did formula and just like got it out of the way because that's another full-time job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's another whole topic. The whole formula breastfeeding thing is like, they, yeah, I had a hard time with that. So I want to ask, because three people kind of said this about the brand pitching, and I, I just want to get a feeler out there. Are you ladies, do you pitch brands or is it at the point where it's just brands are coming to you? Um, Tilden, I'll go to you first. I'm just curious, how do you go about if you are pitching brands? I think that that's an area where, you know, influencers can use some advice, but also I'd love to hear it from a brand perspective. Yeah. So um, to go off what Claudia said, like I also took some time a little bit when I was pregnant. Um, Actually, I took a long time off because I, I did not, pregnancy was not very enjoyable for me and I had perinatal depression the entire time. So it was like a huge shock to, you know, my system, everything. So I was really excited to go back to work when the time came. But unfortunately, when you take all that time off, the pitches and the brand deals, you know, I feel like this industry is changing like literally by the hour. Yeah. So in a way, I kind of feel like since going back full time, like back to what I was doing, what, six weeks after giving birth, I feel like I'm kind of starting over a little bit again. Like I have to build up my portfolio a bit. I have to start. So I am pitching to brands, but I'm kind of also doing a lot of organic stuff that's unpaid on my own time, which isn't very frequent because it's like, I don't have much time, but it's, you know, I just feel like I have to build up my portfolio again. And it's not, it feels like I'm starting from scratch a little bit. Um, So it's been a slow roll, but I think my intention with the brands I want to work with now and the things that I want to put out there are way more meaningful and have more quality than they ever did before. Um, and I'm like a lot pickier about the brands I do want to work with and having those long-term relationships and stuff. But I'm definitely still pitching. Sometimes if I post like a brand, like I did some stuff with Magnetic Me for a bit, which was really fun, um, especially when the girls were little. It was like newborn. It was really fun. Um, so there are brands that are finding me on Instagram, but for the majority of it, I'm still like compiling all my stats, sending it off and really trying to sell myself um, in that regard, for sure. And it must be a whole new world. So Haley, if you want to chime in on this one, but it's a whole new world because you could now pitch all these baby products for you, Tilden. I mean, Haley, you've mm-hmm. done that before. Yeah. So I don't really pitch anymore. Um, mostly it's they reach out to me. The only time I'll go pitch a brand is if it's something that I really want. Like I really want to work with a specific company for pool furniture. So I reached out to them and had to send all my stats and they're like, let's do it. So every so often it's something like that that I really, really 
would like to work with the brand. It's oh, but there is one thing I always pitch, and that's vacations. If I want to go somewhere and there's a resort I'd like to stay at, you better believe I'm going to be messaging them saying I'd love to bring me and my family of six to your <laughs> my my very large family to your resort. So I just want to put it out there that if ever any of you need help with you know that side of it. That's what I do all day long. I'm happy to help in any way. I'm happy to share any, you know, people that we have in common. If you go on my LinkedIn, oh, you're connected with, you know, this resort. I'm happy to share anything that can be helpful or any tips. I, um, I mean, I love, and I love pitching it too, because I'm like researching the resort. I'm right, like, right. Thanks. This would be great for us to go on, you know, this vacation. Um, and it's one thing my my kids love whenever that happens because we get treated so well when we go on these trips, right? So it's a thing where my whole family is all in for it. So I get excited to pitch brands, um, especially like specific resorts we want to go stay at. But um, I don't do it that often anymore because we're not traveling like we used to. It's hard. And you have to wait for the kids to have breaks from school. And we just did eight nights in Mexico last month with the baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So that was fast. <laughs> Oh my God, that's yeah, crazy. So, yeah, eight nights. But, um, no, it's, it, it's, we have to adapt for sure on all these trips. But yeah, I would say when it comes to pitching, though, I, every so often I'll pitch, but for the most part, I just get reached, reached out to, um, by brands. And typically I had relationships, you know, I've been doing this for a while and I work with a lot of the same brands, um, you know, throughout the year. So that helps a lot. Awesome. So I'm going to go to something a little bit more serious now, the whole topic of mom shaming, you know, when you start to put things out there and you have a baby and the mom shaming is the first kind of sensitive topic. Anyone experience this? Anyone want to chime in on this kind of topic? Anyone want to define what you think your version of mom shaming is? Go ahead, Claudia. Well, I'm not sure if this was mom shaming that happened to me, but that same campaign I said I went in um, two weeks after giving birth. So I posted it almost right away because it had to be posted right away. And then someone commented, oh, you're already back to work. I don't know if that was motion or not, but it's like, I'm like, oh, no, I'm just having fun. (laughs) No, it sounds judgy, right? So I think anything judgy is mom shaming. I mean, I felt like, well, just, you know, support the mom trying to make sure you're not asking like, oh, you shouldn't have gone back to work. It's too early, you know? So I, if I had to say anything, that would be it. But other than that, everyone has been so supportive. People are so loving. They write you messages. They try to help. They try to give you like ideas of things to do. So that will be the only thing I have experienced. I don't know about you girls. Yeah, I had a similar thing. Um, the girls were, my girls were four months old, I think. I think they were four months old. My parents, um, we like rarely go on family trips anywhere because we're all, um, I'm the oldest of three girls. And my parents had this really nice trip to London as a Mother's Day gift. They said, why don't you come for the last stretch of it? And my husband and my mother-in-law like, were like, we'll watch the girls. We'll help. And you you know, I wasn't breastfeeding. So I was like, I can do this. Like, girls are sleeping a bit more. I mean, we had help at night for the first few months. So the girls were sleeping well. Like, I felt good enough to leave for five days. And London, I know it's over the ocean, but like, it's not like I'm going to Australia or something like that. Like, right. it was, you know, <laughs> Literally across the ponds, as they say. So I'm, you know, I'm excited. I'm getting some time to myself. I got, I'm like looking forward to like sleeping a little bit and all these things. And I get like a DM or a message completely ripping me apart for even considering being away from my kids, no matter how old they are, all this. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, my husband is very capable. He's very involved. My mother-in-law is amazing. 
And the kids are not like being left with a sit, like a sitter for days, like where I'm, we're not around. Like they're in very capable hands. And I'm like, if my husband, he was um, in grad school, like I think graduated in May. So we just had graduated. When the girls were six weeks old, he had to go to Abu Dhabi for like grad school. Like he had to go. It was mandatory. And no one said anything about him leaving. No one said anything. He was gone for two weeks. And I was by myself with six-week-old twins. I mean, I recruited all the help I could get because I was just so stressed. I was like, how am I going to do this? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And no one said a thing. Like, no one even. That's wild. So how did you respond? Did you just ignore it or you responded? Um, I blocked the person. So I was like, we don't need this energy. It wasn't anyone. I think they even followed me. It was just a troll. You know, like, I mean, I don't know. Someone who's clearly really upset or jealous or I don't even know. Like the the profile didn't even have a picture. It was like, like a account. But I'm like, you know, let's uh, like applaud a mom that has like, you know, is able to leave the house and able to focus on ourselves. And because then she's a better mom for it. You know, like it's. One of those yeah. things where it's I need to take care of me in order to take care of my family. And well, we that's what they say on the plane, right? Before you put the oxygen mask on anyone else. And that's always what my doctor yeah. says to me. Put the oxygen mask on yourself. Well, yeah, you have to. You have to fill your cup in any way that it, whatever way that looks like. And if it's not, you know, everyone's journey is different. And it, what works for you doesn't work for other people. But like the last thing I'm thinking about is thinking that someone's wrong for taking time for themselves. Like, I think yeah. that's horrible that men can go do that all day long and we can't even go away for like five days right right so somewhere much closer yeah yeah i'm sorry that that happened so speaking of that when you are or any of you are looking for inspiration or advice on how to deal with these moments in your career and in your parenting journey are there other influencers that you turn to? I'm lucky to live in Houston. There's a lot of influencers here and they have a lot of them that have young children. So we get together a lot and just oh, do wow. ourselves with the kids. So it's a nice like, you know, way to kind of bond with each other, vent about things that we've been dealing with because they had the, you know, the same background as I do. Um, so that's something that I've been doing a lot lately is just getting with like fellow influencers here and kind of like relaxing not posting on social just like getting together just to get together for fun and having you know a common awesome yeah so it's been good for like my mental health for sure i would say the same thing for me like a lot of my influencer friends also became moms around the same time where they were already yeah it's been something that we always chatting like oh my god that happened to me too and so like we just share you message video calls i haven't gotten together with anyone much yet you know, because you were small and stuff, but it is something that we do keep in touch and trying to share our influencer lives as moms. That's awesome. Until then. So I, my group of friends here, they're not influencers. They're like friends from high school. And, you know, some of us are having babies. Some of us are getting married. Like there's a whole bunch of us in different parts of our lives. But um, I work as the assistant for Helena Brooklyn Blonde. So that's also why I go into the city a lot to help her shoot content, all this. And she has been, I think I started working for her when Nate, her first kid, Nate was like one and a half. And seeing how she was able to manage working from home as a mom, doing everything that she was doing while being a mother was so inspirational to me. Like she was able to make it work and just really, and she's not a mom influencer by any means. Like she'll definitely post some motherhood stuff, but just seeing how she was able to kind of balance her work and her personal life 
and be a mom and ha- and do all the things. And she did it so flawlessly and still continues to do it flawlessly. She has two kids now. And just being able to see that firsthand was like really inspired me that like I could do that too. Like when the time comes, like if she can make it work, like, and she's, you know, has a huge account, like she's working with amazing brands and she's making it work. So it was really great to have that as like, she's continually my role model in that regard. Like if she can do it, I can do it too. You could do it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So another sensitive question I want to ask is it's you know been in the news it comes up every few years but this year it's been in the spotlight and at the forefront um the whole issue uh and concern about safety and featuring your children is it fair to the children i am agnostic on this one i'm usually very opinionated i see both sides of it i'm curious and i think you know there are two sides of it so do you feature your kids in your content? Do you not? We do have some influencers who now are blurring their kids out. I'm just curious and no judgment. I just want to get different insights here. Um, Yeah, it's definitely something I think about all the time. Um, You know, my girls are young. They're only six months right now. But I think right now I'm comfortable with it. I haven't received any backlash. It's working so far. But I, I have a feeling when they get older, like when they're one, toddlers when they're able to have like of course I'm going to say are you okay do you want to take photos do you want to be on mom's page or anything like that and the minute that they have an opinion or say no like that's it we're not we'll never do it again that's fine I I remember as a kid not always wanting to take pictures and it's very frustrating when no one listens to you and you know it's I'm going to establish that respect from the get-go but I think for right now like I do have my camera out and they get excited I don't know if it's just I don't know why. I don't think they know what my phone is. It's like a fun but thing. Yeah. They they're smiling for the photos now. Um, and they're I don't think they really have their features yet. Like as you know, they are little people, but they're they don't look like what they're going to look like when they're adults yet. And I feel like once they start kind of taking on characteristics and can be recognized, I think that's maybe when I'll kind of scale back. But I mean, I'm saying that now. I don't know. Um, it's they just, might they, love the camera forever. They like might they might just it. be, and, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm pretty good about like I think maybe I won't post as many like forward facing photos on my public account. I do have a private one, so I can always share photos there if I yeah desire. You know, it's always going to be something in the back of my head, and that I will think and you know pivot whatever when the time comes, especially when they can start telling me if they like it or not. Yeah. And I know that, and I'll I'll shift the question a little bit for you, Haley. Do you see that, and obviously your opinion on this topic, but also our brand shifting? Because I know that sometimes brands say, we, even though it's a kid's product, don't put the kids, or do you ever have an issue where the brand is saying, please put your kids and you don't want to? Um, So I, before I accept a campaign, I talk to my kids and I'm like, hey guys, this is, this is what's going to be coming in. Are y'all interested in doing it? And if it's something they want to do and they've agreed to it, then I move forward. But if it's something like, I don't want to participate, I'm that's not for me, then I'm like, we're not going to do it. Because I'm not going to sit here and try to force them to do anything. I truly don't want them screaming and crying over something. And there's a rarity like that you ever see all four of my kids in a picture with me because half the time, one or two of them don't want to be in a photo. So it is like you and far between, you know, I have four kids on Instagram because they're not in pictures with me. That's- uh, but period, like there's one child you see a lot on my feed because she really, really likes to be in the pictures and take photos and get new, cl- like that's, that's her forte. So she's all over my feed. And then my older one used to love it. She doesn't really like to do it as much anymore. So she's not in it very often. 
And my two-year-old throws a fit half the time, so I just don't put her in the photos. So I say, definitely, it's one of those things throughout the year. It kind of changes. If they're interested in doing it, they'll be in the photos. They're not interested. I'm not going to force them to do it. Um, and if they're, you know, Brian wants them to be in it, I get them to agree beforehand. But a lot of times stuff they're really excited about. So they are like, I want to do that. Right. Um, but you know, there are brands that it's for a kid product. They're like, you know, we don't want the kids in it. And that's fine too. Like I'm perfectly fine with that because that's easier on me, right? I'm not having to wrangle the children up, manage talent and get them involved. And you really know, you never know how they're going to react that day. Like some days I have a few of them that are like really excited about it. And then other days they're all like, I'm tired. I'm like, okay, well, just move on to another day and try to get. Yeah, it's a lot. But I guess if they want to do it, I'm happy to have them uh, be in pictures and stuff. I do not share any of my personal information about my kids, like as far as where they go to school, my address, none of that is. And I'm very, very conscious about what I post online about them. So. Um, I, I do take that into consideration when I'm posting for anything. Awesome. Yeah. I Claudia? Say, yeah, I was going to say even from a different perspective of what the girls have shared, it's like I discussed with my husband and even from the beginning, my husband didn't feel super uncomfortable posting the baby. I'm like, but he's so cute and I want to share. And you do want to share with your friends and family as well as people that really, you know, they like you, you have connected with yeah. and like. But, you know, now with AI and like that's something that my husband and I discussed, it's like with this whole AI situation and how they can steal the identity of a baby or like how the self is going to read their, you know, DNA or whatever. Like those are things that are so concerning. And I'm like trying to figure it out because this is my full time job and I am passionate about creating content and photography and things like that. And I love my baby and my family. And so it's like, what do you do? And I've been trying to rack my brain about it. And I think, okay, maybe I'll just use my camera because my digital camera is not connected to the Wi-Fi or whatever. I'm going to get hacked or something. And so there's a lot that goes into my mind. And then from the other side, it's like this um, baby monitor, reach out. And it is a pay campaign and all. And I'm like trying to see, like, do they care about security? How do I know it's not going to hack my information? Or they just want to steal it and sell it. And who knows do what? And so... It's such a hard topic besides what the media or whatever's going on around, like even within yourself and your family. It's like, how do you go about something that can go wrong really bad for whether it's paid or not, just in general? Like, you got to be so like mindful about these things. It's wild. So it's something that I'm still debating. And I think I'm just going to go as time goes. Probably just use my camera and not use any of the Instagram filters and things that read your face and stuff and like try to limit in a way the technology because it's still a full time job. But that's probably how I'm going to go about Very it. Very smart. Very okay. smart. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I have a question in terms of like talking about brands. Is there something, you know, is, is there any advice when a brand is reaching out to you now um, that they could tailor it a little bit or be a little bit um, different in their approach when they reach out to you now that you do have a baby? I would personally say there's like two things that I think my, the brands have to be mindful of. One, you do have a baby it's for a baby product. And so maybe the delivery time or when they reach out to you, they should give you, you know, like I was fine with two weeks a week, even, you know, maybe the next day, sure, no problem. But with a baby, you need another time, right? And so like at least three weeks so that then you can prep. And if you need any props, get the props deliver and things like that. Um, and then I would say also with the budget, because I was thinking about it, like I love photography, I love editing and taking pictures and things like that. But then it can be very difficult. So you do might want to hire someone to do the work for you and then you just deliver it to the brand. And so if your budget is limited, you're like, well, 
<laughs> it's really worth it for me to pay X amount to a photographer. And then I'm basically maybe not going to get launched. And so I said, where to do this campaign? So right. I think maybe those two things should be something they should consider the timing and maybe their, perhaps their budget, the budget, you know, what they allocate for it. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. The timing I know and budgets are always, you know, yeah. Um, Tilden, how about you? I would say I consider the whitelisting a lot more now, especially if it's something with my kids. Um, like if I think there was an instance where I did it, like, I think I submitted like a couple of photos in a carousel, but I only said like, these are the ones you can use if you want to repost them. Like, so I wasn't okay with, I think all of them or something like that. It was just, I wanted to have a little more control, I think over which photo they were going to start sponsoring all over. Um, so that's, I'm a little more mindful of like, what photos are you going to be and where are you putting them? You know, are they just on Instagram? Are they on Facebook? Are they going on your newsletter? Right, Cause all of a sudden your kid's on a billboard on the highway exactly. and you had no, I just want to have a little more awareness of where they intend on using these photos. And then I try to make sure at least in the contract or I do make sure to get that in the contract, like where exactly they plan on posting them. If like, at least the medium, like, is it going to be online? It's going to be there. Just because I don't want, like, like you said, like to see a photo of my room <laughs> somewhere I did not expect to see it and feel very violated in that regard. So it's definitely something. Smart. And the turnaround time, I completely agree with the Claudia. Like someone wanted me to send something at the end of the week, like Monday to a Friday. And I'm like, no, I feel like that doesn't. There's no me. way. There's no way. Well, there's also been the photography because, but like, okay, I need a babysitter or I need someone to come help me. And I don't have a mother-in-law or a mother here yeah. and I have to hire someone it's to watch, you know. Photos, especially two babies. I'm like, you're, I'm like, there's no way that this is going to go well in two days. Like, I need to right, be right. It's good. And Haley, how about you? Um, I would say whenever brands reach out to me, especially when the babies are really new and you're like struggling with sleep and everything and it's, I mean, my, my child still wakes up in the middle of the night every night. So, um, but they'll, you know, they'll message me in the morning. And then if they haven't heard back from me by lunchtime, they're messaging me again. And I'm like, I have four kids at home and I'm by myself today. I'm like, it's just a struggle, right? Like some days I have this sitter here and it's just, it's summer right now. So the schedules are not, you know, they're not back in school. I'm at right. home with them and they're like, blah, 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 blah. you know, you, and I'm like, yes. I'm like, I, we, we had a conversation. I told you to get to you by this date. We're not at that date yet. But you're emailing me asking me for the content early. I'm like, you're going to get it on the list. Possibly do. I'm like, there's no possible way I'm getting it to you early. Now it makes sense. Run back to your email. But I am like literally at home with all four kids right now. And this is like, you know, be a baby campaign or something. I'm like, you know, I have all these kids, right? Like, uh, what a secret. (laughs) But it's also Um, a big thing when they do go back to school, it frees up. Even so, you have one baby at home, but then the other kids are somewhere else. So it's a lot more time for you, right? Yeah, I would just say the main thing is take that into consideration. They do have kids at home, so they're not going to be sitting at their computer all day, ready to respond back to you right away. Yeah, good one. All right. Well, now I'm going to move on to my most favorite question, which I ask all the time. So, Haley, if you want to go first, name an influencer you love to follow but hate to admit that you do. Oh my goodness. Um, I don't really, so I don't really know if he's, if you consider him an influencer, but it's, oh my gosh, his name's Matt. It's the guy on TikTok that does all the, let's go do farm chores. Have y'all seen him? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Okay. So he like, he's this Southern guy and he like, I guess he like, does like boudoir photography and stuff, but he has a farm and he goes out and does farm chores with all the animals. Oh and, my God. 
He's very sassy. And so he talks to the animals and they he calls them his babies and stuff. And it's just very, very entertaining um, because he's not meant to do farming. He's out there doing it. Like he'll drive the tractor and get stuck in like the dirt. Uh, and he just, you know, he's just, it's really funny. So he seems Matt something, but I'll, I'll have to go look it up. But anyway, that's who I, I follow him and I get a kick out of it. And it's probably not how she's be spending my, you know, time, but he's very, very entertaining. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Claudia, how about you? I wouldn't say I have that situation just yet because I feel like I won't follow anyone that posts more than three times a day because then Instagram thinks I want to see. That's all I want to see. And I'm like, no, Instagram. I know. no, no, no. <laughs> my whole Instagram but is I, Snoopy I, because I follow Snoopy's accounts. So then all of a sudden my whole feed is like all these Snoopy accounts. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Tilden, what about you? Um, I'm kind of the same. I don't really, I, I think I like got rid of a lot of people that either I was not vibing with or I didn't really enjoy their content, but I will say I am a huge, um, I, I love reading the, uh, subreddit, uh, NYC influencer snark. Um, okay. It's kind of funny because it's a lot of like people submitting, like, you know, spilling tea about someone this, someone that, and like some of the people I used to know and like hang out with. So it's kind uh, of just, it's like a gossip forum. Right. Really, like, I'm not doing anything with it. I'm just kind of like, oh, I had no idea this and that, whatever. And it's kind of like a way I decompress and realize that, like, you know, I'm, my life's a little boring, but at, at like, in terms Listen, of that's why I watch Real Housewives because I'm like, I watch Real Housewives in New York. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm doing this okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, you know. Exactly. Just sometimes I just like, you know, because sometimes I know the person, sometimes I don't. And then it's like, I heard this. It's kind of like, like, um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on the name? I'm blanking on that account. It's not Diaprada. It's, um, ugh, I'm blanking. And she gets all the blinds of like everything. Does anyone know, remember what I'm talking about? She gets like all these blinds about celebrities and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's, it's like, it makes blind. you feel you're okay. Yeah. It's a nice decompressing thing to do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, thank you, ladies. Thanks for being part of this. Um, it means a lot. I know you guys are doing everything, and uh, we love working with you. We love having you as part of our community, and I'm so thankful that um, we got a chance to talk, chat. And uh, have a great day, and we'll see you soon, everyone. Thank guys. you. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. So much information and insider information to what new moms have to deal with on a daily basis when you're an influencer. Super shout out to all three, Haley, Tilded, and Claudia. Please make sure to follow them on their social channels. And if you want more information, just visit our website, Babblebox. That's www.babblebox.com with two X's. And you can find this episode and other episodes there. 